This is The Space Shot, episode 358 for May 7th, 2018. The first flight of Endeavour. I'm John Mulnix. The Space Shuttle Endeavour lifted off for the first time on May 7, 1992 on the STS-49 mission. Endeavour was the last of the shuttles to be built and was created after the loss of Challenger. Interestingly enough, delivery of Endeavour to Kennedy Space Center took place exactly one year from its launch date. On May 7, 1991, Endeavour arrived at Kennedy Space Center atop of one of the shuttle carrier aircraft. For those of you that are new to the podcast, I want to give a quick refresher on some of the history of the shuttle program. The shuttles were just one part of the original vision for what was called the Space Transportation System. During the Nixon administration, the Space Transportation System was envisioned as a fleet of different space vehicles that were designed to take humans everywhere in the solar system. The primary parts of the space transportation system were a space station that could be designed to carry up to 100 people, a shuttle similar to the space shuttle for both cargo and crew missions to low Earth orbit, a space tug that was chemically fueled, which would allow for movement between Earth orbits and to lunar orbit, and finally a nuclear-powered vehicle that would use the NERVA engine to take astronauts and supplies everywhere from Earth to the moon, and to other planets. The only part of the space transportation system to survive the political and budgetary pressures during the years after Apollo was the shuttle component, hence the STS notation for all of the shuttle flights. Since Endeavour was the final shuttle to be built, its internal structure differed significantly from Columbia, which was the first space-worthy shuttle to roll off the assembly line. These improvements included a drag chute, improved environmental systems for extended missions, updated avionics, and improved auxiliary power units. Endeavour is named after the ship that the famous British explorer James Cook commanded in the 18th century, and because of that, it shares the British spelling of Endeavour. The Apollo 15 command module was also named Endeavour, which was also in honor of the British explorer as well. NASA's website for Endeavour notes that, quote, Cook's voyage on the Endeavour also established the usefulness of sending scientists on voyages of exploration. While sailing with Cook, naturalist Joseph Banks and Carl Solander collected many new families and species of plants and encountered numerous new species of animals. The scientific usefulness of spaceflight was demonstrated during the shuttle missions, with experiments flying in the mid-deck of the shuttle, and in space labs. Endeavour embarked on 25 voyages of scientific exploration during its lifetime, and over those 25 flights, the orbiter spent 299 days in space, completed 4,671 orbits of Earth, and traveled 122,883,151 miles. That's quite the odometer reading. NASA really put Endeavour to use on its first flight. There were a number of records that were broken for the shuttle program during STS-49. The first EVA with three astronauts, the longest EVAs to date in the American space program, at 8 hours and 29 minutes and 7 hours and 45 minutes. Those records would be broken once construction started on the International Space Station, but not by much. 
STS-49 was also the first flight with four EVAs conducted over the mission a capability that's crucial for NASA with the space station and as we venture out into deep space. During these EVAs, astronauts captured a commercial communications satellite and were able to attach a rocket motor to it so that ground controllers could send the satellite into the proper orbit. To accomplish this, Commander Daniel Brandenstein and pilot Kevin Chilton maneuvered Endeavour into position three separate times for a rendezvous with the malfunctioning Intelsat satellite. The mission that Endeavour and her crew were tasked with for this flight was just as impressive as those records that I mentioned earlier. Astronauts Pierre Thought, Richard Hybe, Thomas Akers, and Catherine Thornton all performed EVAs during this flight. Capturing the satellite by hand was a feat that was accomplished by Thought and Hybe after attempts with a capture bar in previous spacewalks were unsuccessful. By performing this procedure, astronauts were proving the capabilities needed for future NASA missions to the station and beyond. After a successful flight, Endeavour touched down at Edwards Air Force Base on May 16th, where it deployed a drag chute for the first time. There was no braking performed during this landing, but between the drag chute and the exceedingly long runways at Edwards Air Force Base, the shuttle had plenty of landing margin. Endeavour made the return trip to Florida at the end of May, where it was processed so it could fly again on STS-47. Yeah, I know, its first flight was on STS-49, and its second was on STS-47. The shuttle launch numbering scheme was quite... unique and it'll be the topic of an upcoming longer-form episode. Tomorrow, the Star Trek multiverse. I hope all of you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to the podcast every day. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app, or your podcast app of choice, and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot, or check out the links in the show notes, and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.